Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Min Dong. I'm Matt Giglio. 61 days until March Madness begins. Yeah, two months left until the big dance gets on our way. I'm excited, man. Uh, this past two days have been, especially yesterday, it was a nice day of college basketball, especially after uh, the great national championship for college football we had. Yeah, man, that was such a great game. And uh, obviously yesterday was an amazing day for college basketball. So many great games, a lot of upsets we have to talk about today, actually. And uh, we'll start uh, with a quick side note with the undefeated watch, as there are now no more undefeated teams. So if that gives you a hint, I don't know what will. But, uh, yeah, man, a lot of great games happening yesterday. A lot of March Madness-esque, March Madness-esque-like games as well, so I'm very excited for it. Obviously, as I told you, I'm back at school, so you know what I had to bring. JD1, baby, he's here. And uh, the only jersey I did bring back with me, I got a couple of Texas and Duke shirts and uh, obviously Clemson gear, but uh, obviously JD1, a very special man to my heart. So uh, shout out to Wisconsin. They got a big game coming up on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's just get right to the top 25 recap. No top 25 games on Monday, obviously, uh, but there was a pretty good game on Monday. It was the Oregon, Oregon State matchup. What a game that was. Uh, down to the wire. Alatiche missed the final tip in. Uh, to force them to overtime. So another heartbreak game for Oregon State. That's just how their season has gone. But on Tuesday, very good uh, amount of games. Obviously, like you mentioned, no more undefeated teams as USC uh, loses to Stanford by six. I told you, I am the curve. You better listen to me now. But uh, let's just get right to the other games. Baylor loses to Texas Tech, 65-62. And like I said, my hot take isn't so hot anymore. Baylor, I mean, Texas Tech has the number one defense in the nation. I've been saying that. Number four, Auburn uh, escapes number 24, Alabama. Number nine, Kansas defeats Iowa State by one. What a game that was, too. There were so many good games. Uh, number 15, Kentucky beats Vanderbilt. Number, sorry? You said 15. They're 18. Oh, they're 15? Yeah, uh, 18, my bad. Uh, number 22, Tennessee beats South Carolina by 20. Number 21, Texas beats Oklahoma by 14, and Illinois escapes Nebraska. What are your thoughts on those top 25 games? Yeah, man, a lot of good games, and uh, obviously some of those high-quality top 25 matchups in the Big 12 especially were fantastic, as you saw with the Texas Tech-Baylor game. Definitely the game of the of the day or the last two days. Uh, fantastic back-and-forth game. And Baylor, man, they had a chance to tie it, but uh, obviously fell a little bit short. I don't know what they were designing at the end of that game, but it definitely did not work as a Texas Tech defense, I think. And, uh, yeah, it was just a really good game. Same with that Kansas-Iowa State game. Didn't watch too much of that because the Baylor-Texas Tech game was on. But, uh, yeah, I didn't realize it went down to the wire as it did. But, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff for those two games. Pac-12, man, uh, the race just uh, gets slimmer and slimmer as Stanford knocks off one of the top dogs in the Pac-12 and USC. So now it's Arizona-UCLA show. We'll see USC can bounce back. But uh, overall, Pac-12 not looking too hot. But uh, SEC, good battle with Auburn and Bama. Obviously, Auburn on a 12-game win streak now. So they are hot, and they are really red hot. And, uh, yeah, obviously most of these teams got the job done. And uh, some of these teams bouncing back with some losses. Texas bouncing back in a big way. And uh, even teams like Kansas and Texas Tech, man, they continue to keep going uh, after they knocked off two of the top uh, five teams in the nation back-to-back -back, uh, games. So uh, big, big stuff for them. Probably going to be the team of the week if they can hold off the rest of this week. Mm -hmm, definitely. The Iowa State-Kansas game was a, was a heck of a game in itself as well. I believe DeWan Harris was the one that had the game-winning layup. 
Uh, Iowa State had a had a good look, just didn't didn't hit the Auburn Alabama game down to the wire as well. Wendell Green really took over that game. He might be one of the more impactful transfers in all of college basketball. And Auburn, man, they look they look real good out there. Oh yeah, for sure they do. And uh, now time for the top performers. We got two guys in mind: Kentucky. Uh, who else? Oscar Shibway, man. 30 points, 13 rebounds in the win over uh, Vanderbilt. He's been a beast. He's been one of the best big men in the nation. There's a lot of good big men in the nation, but uh, Oscar Sheway, man, he's definitely emerging as one of those top ones. And All-American season, definitely in the works, as uh, we left him off on all of our lists because we didn't know how he looked coming over from West Virginia. Obviously, took the year off last year, but uh, he's been looking fantastic. So very happy for him. And, uh, yeah, he's been doing some good stuff. And the other guy, another big man, Orlando Robinson from Fresno State, my uh, Mountain West player of the year. Coming to a very good start. Uh, yeah, Fresno State's 11-4. and four. They just beat San Jose State by 20. Orlando Robinson, 31-12 and 12, uh, in the game. And also four assists for the big man. So, shout out to him. And, uh, yeah, obviously those two guys have been dominating their respective conferences. And uh, that just shows how worthy the big men are this year, especially in the NCAA. Yeah, lots of great big men with All-American potential. Uh, the first team All-American, that's going to be a tough one, especially since there's just so many good big men. Shibway definitely making a case. So is Kofi Coburn, Trace Jackson Davis. The list just goes on and on and on. But, yeah, two great uh, top performers these past two two days. Indeed. And, uh, obviously, a lot of these guys have some big games coming up this week. So let's just talk about the games this week, starting with today's slate, and then we'll do tomorrow's. And, as you know, Friday will be the big day with the weekend slate. But uh, today's games, a lot of pretty good games in here. Uh, we thought Tuesday was a big day. Wednesday is also a pretty big day uh, for this week. So let's just start with the bang. As a 6.30 game for the Big East, it's a really good one. Villanova, honestly, number 14, taking on number 17, Xavier. Uh, both these teams, man, a very good team so far this year. Villanova, obviously, four losses to all very good teams. Xavier, 12-2 uh, and two in the season. Uh, we thought this would be the year for them, maybe. It's looking like it maybe right now, and this is a big game. Start the Big East off. Who do you want in this game? Yeah, got to go with Villanova here. They look they look very good now. <laughs> Yeah, I think Villanova has definitely turned it on. Four and one in the Big East Conference play so far. Baylor, uh, sorry, excuse me, Xavier is uh, two and one. I do think Xavier uh, keeps this game very close. I don't know they're at home, but I think Villanova ends up winning this one. Mm -hmm. Next up, uh, let's go to seven o'clock. Number eight, Duke travels to Winston Salem as they take on Wake Forest. Wake Forest looking to make a case uh, for the NCAA tournament as long as well as all these other ACC teams. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, big game for Steve Forbes and company. I do think they keep it relatively close. I do think Duke, uh, after the big loss to Miami, they're going to bounce back in a big way. I got Duke by 10. Yeah, I got Duke as well, but I think this will be a very close game. Yes, next game up, we go to the Big Ten for the first time this episode as Minnesota. Obviously, uh, they were undefeated for a while, uh, not doing too hot in Big Ten play. They're now 1-3. Uh, taking on number 10, Michigan State, who is currently still undefeated in uh, Big Ten play. The poster is still down for Sparty. Uh, since that is the case, do you have them winning once again? Yeah, I do. Minnesota, I think, is not that good. So, yeah, Michigan State here. Yeah, Michigan State for sure. They're also at home in East Lansing, so I do think they win this game pretty big. And Sparty's been rolling. Mm -hmm. And at 7 o'clock, number 12, Alice travels to Gainesville uh, to take on the Florida Gators. Florida looking for their uh, first conference win. Do you have them uh, winning this one? I do not. LSU has been very good this year. The defense especially is the X factor. I'm surprised um, Florida is favorited. It's probably because they're at home, but uh, if that's probably the emergency backup, unless that's yours, uh, LSU should win this game. That would not be mine, uh, but yeah, I think LSU will take this one. 
Next game up, we go to the American as Memphis has definitely turned things around as we, since we last saw them. Currently 3-1 and one in American play, taking on UCF, another front runner in the American. Also, although they have two losses already in American Conference play, big game for both sides. Game is at USC. Who do you win this one? USC, you mean UCF. Oh, UCF. UCF, I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, I got to go with UCF at home. Obviously, there's two sides of Memphis. There's a good Memphis. There's a bad Memphis. I think UCF is a lot. They're very consistent despite their uh, conference record says so. But I got to go with UCF here. They're a lot safer option. Yeah, I'm going to go with the riskier option. I'm going to go Memphis. Uh, they've definitely found a rhythm as of late, and uh, it's going to be a difficult road challenge for them, but I do think they have definitely turned things around. Uh, will they make the March Madness tournament? Probably not still unless they win the American, but uh, – I do think they win this game. It's a pretty big one. Mm -hmm. And let's stick with the American. East Carolina travels, takes on Cincy. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I'm surprised East Carolina is 10-4 and four from the record. I uh, haven't seen too much of them, obviously. But uh, I do think Cincinnati wins this game. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know what East Carolina is looking like. But uh, I, don't, I know – is Winston Tabs playing finally? No, he's not actually. He's still out. So, uh, yeah, I have no idea who's on that team. So, uh, I know there's one um, – is Alexis Reyes on that team yet? We don't watch East Carolina, so sorry to them, but Cincinnati's going to win this game. Yeah, uh, shout out Jaden Gunner still. That was the last time we watched East Carolina play basketball, uh, but now he's in Virginia. Uh, but, yeah, I got to go with Cincinnati here as well. Yeah, for sure. And next game up, let's go to that ACC matchup as uh, my Clemson Tigers are taking on Notre Dame. Should be a good game for both sides. Game is at Notre Dame. But uh, pretty big implications, I think, for March Madness with both of these two teams. Uh, probably on the outside looking in at this moment, but a uh, big game for both sides. Pretty good winning. Yeah, got to go with Notre Dame here. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. You know who I have. Let's just keep moving. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, let's go back to the America East, the two top teams in the America East uh, preseason-wise. Stony Brook takes on Vermont in Vermont. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, great game for both sides. Uh, both these teams – off to pretty good starts and around similar records. Uh, obviously, Stony Brook 9-5 and five and Vermont 9-4. and four. Both these teams won their first American games. And I do think Vermont, since they are the home team, will win this game. Uh, I do think it will be within a five-point game. Mm -hmm. I do as well. Got to go with Stony Ah, oh, Vermont here. <laughs> yes. Uh, and nice game up. Let's go to that A-10 matchup. It's looking pretty uh, good. Uh, St. Joe's uh, taking on Rhode Island. Rhode Island coming off the loss. St. Joe's coming off the... Uh, blowout win was the last time they played, I believe, against Richmond. Uh, should be a good game for both sides. Who do you have wins? Yeah, got to go with uh, URI here. I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick the upset. I'm going to go St. Joe's in a big one. I uh, know McEwen, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. I do think St. Joe's is uh, definitely battle ready for this one. And Rhode Island needs to bounce back after the loss. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the SoCon at 7 o'clock. East Tennessee State takes on Furman. Who do you have winning this conference matchup? Yeah, good game. I think both these two teams are near the front of this conference. I know uh, Chattanooga is also up there as well. And Wofford, I'd say, would be up there, but they're not looking too good in SOCOM play. I'm going to go Furman since they are the home team, and I think Furman and Chattanooga will probably be the two uh, teams standing at the end of the SOCOM race. Mm -hmm. uh, same. I got to agree with you. Got to go Furman here. But I think Chattanooga is far away the best team in the conference. Definitely. And let's open up with um, – Let's do the MEAC matchup uh, right before the big game. Uh, Norfolk State taking on Delaware State in the opener. Do you think Norfolk State is the front runner for the MEAC? And do you think this is a question? Yeah, I do. It's no question. Norfolk State is clearly a front runner. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm, surpri I'm very surprised that they are uh, even losing so many guys. I'm surprised they're still doing this well. I think there will be a March Madness caliber team uh, when the season is concluded. 
Mm-hmm. Let's get to the 8 o'clock games now. Utah State takes on Colorado State, two of the top teams in the Mountain West. Who do you have in this one? Big game. That's all I got to say. Uh, Colorado State needs to bounce back. The Rams need to bounce back, and I think they will. Justin Bean's a tough challenge, but I do think Colorado State, since they are at home, wins this game. So uh, I'll be watching this game. It should be a good one. Let's go, Rams, baby. Yeah, got to go Colorado State as well uh, at home. No, thank you. That's very nice of you. And uh, let's go to that uh, Missouri Valley Conference game right here at 8 o'clock as well. Southern Illinois currently 2-0 and in the MVC. Missouri State 2-2 two and two in the MVC, but two of the top-headed teams, obviously, alongside some company as well. Should be a good game. Who do you got? Yeah, got to go Southern Illinois here. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Missouri State is the home team. I'm going to go with them. Uh, I think it's going to be a very good game for both sides and a pretty good MVC game. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And next up at 8:30, we have a Big East matchup. St. John's takes on UConn. Both these teams not having to start uh, to the season that they have wanted so far. But who do you have in this one? Yeah, I'm gonna go UConn since they are the home team. But St. John's, man, once they're fully healthy, I think they could be a, a force to be reckoned with in the Big East in terms of upsets. I'm gonna go UConn now. Yeah, gotta go the opposite. Gotta go St. John's here. Yeah, you picked them, obviously. We know. But uh, let's go to that uh, nine o'clock game in the ACC. Very interesting stat line. Virginia Tech currently 0-3 in ACC play, and we thought this team would be a very good team in March and uh, not looking like it too far. Currently 8-6, and and 9-6 Virginia. Uh, they're going to be hosting Virginia Tech. Currently 3-2 in ACC play. Both these teams underperforming really hard with their expectations. Who do you have getting a bounce-back win and uh, maybe having a chance to make it to March? But it really looks something done for both these two teams right now. Yeah, both these teams are still somehow in or just out of the projected field right now, which is kind of weird, especially looking at their records and conference records. Um, Got to go with Virginia here at home, though. Yeah, man. I'm going to go Virginia at home as well. I think they are the better team. Virginia Tech, I have not seen too much of them to be – uh, considered a March Madness team right now. Uh, with six losses, I don't think either of these two teams deserve to be in at this moment. But, hey, I mean, there's a lot of ACC play left to play. So we'll see what happens. As we saw Georgia Tech, the eighth seed, uh, get it last year. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And let's go. Uh, continuing with the 9 o'clock games, TCU takes on Kansas State. Obviously, these two, the bottom two teams in the Big 12. But still, it's the Big 12. They can still make the tournament as long as they pile up some sort of wins uh, against the top team. But who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, for the bottom two teams, uh, their record's looking pretty good right now. Kansas State just lost to West Virginia uh, a couple days ago uh, by two. TCU, man, they have not – well, they obviously lost their first game in the Big 12, but they've been looking pretty good in non-conference play. I'm going to go with TCU winning this game. Uh, Kansas State, I know I like them a lot, but uh, I do think with the 0-3 Big 12 record, I think it goes to undefeated once again, and TCU gets the first win of the season for the conference play. Yeah, definitely agree with you. Got to go TCU here as well. If they win this one, they're 11-2. and I think if they get – at least maybe maybe six Big 12 wins. I think they're in the tournament. Six and 14 conference play. I think that'll do it for them, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, man. The Big 12 has been a force to be reckoned with, and it's going to be one of the better ones this year, especially in March. You got – I'd say right now you got we, – we underestimated it. We, I think we got eight teams right now that should make it. We got – let's do the math. We got Kansas. We got Baylor. We got Iowa State. Texas should make it. Uh, Oklahoma should make it. Texas Tech, obviously. and I do think that West Virginia West Virginia should make it. And then, obviously, Oklahoma State cannot, unfortunately. So, TCU might be that eighth team to make it. So, uh, very good stuff for the Big 12. Uh, it should be a big game. But, obviously, they got to get the wins that they need and get maybe some upsets as well. But, yeah, I'm going to go TCU uh, in that one. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go to that 9 o'clock game for the SEC. 
surprising stat, Arkansas, 0-3 in SEC play. Uh, didn't expect that one from the Musk Buzz and Company. They're 10-5 and on the season. Obviously still have a chance to make it to March, but uh, Missouri has been the upset killers as of recently, maybe coming for another chance at a good upset on the road. Who do you win in this game? Yeah, you got to go with the Musk Buzz here at home. Uh, they got to they gotta turn around their season soon. I don't know, man. I'm I'm really want to pick Missouri in this one. I'm going to say it's a very close game. Arkansas will win it, but Arkansas does not look too good. They need to turn things around ASAP. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Big Ten also plays today as Maryland travels to Northwestern. Both these teams are obviously struggling so far to start the season. Who do you have jump-starting their, their season? Yeah, give me Maryland. Uh, definitely due for a Big Ten win. I think they'll get it done tonight as they almost beat Wisconsin the other day. Yeah, got to go with uh, Northwestern here at home. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think the, I think it's a lost season for Maryland. So. Yeah, I yeah I agree. And Northwestern obviously hot start off to a cold streak at the moment. So both these teams need a win, but I think still getting a little something on for both these teams in terms yep. of March Madness chances. But uh, hey, it happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's go to that. Um, let's go to that WAC conference game down at ten o'clock as we got Utah Valley taking on Seattle. Very interesting game for both sides. Utah Valley two and one in WAC play. Seattle currently one and zero in WAC play. Both these teams. Uh, Seattle's man, I think Seattle's definitely overachieved their expectations thus far. Utah Valley, we expected them to be near the top, but uh, should be a good game for the both sides. Who do you win this one? Yeah, Seattle's been very good. Obviously, we knew they had their top eight, I believe, returning from last year. So they're a very good veteran-led team. Just got to go with Utah Valley here. I think they're still the front runner in this conference. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, I don't know about front runner, but uh, I think they're definitely up there as as a front runner. Yes, I don't think they're the true front runner for this conference. I don't think there is one at the moment. I think there's a lot of teams just fighting for that spot. WAC is a really good conference this year. I'm going to go with Utah Valley as well. Mm-hmm. To end your night, we have another Mountain West matchup as Boise State travels to Nevada. Who do you have in this late night game? Yeah, man, Nevada. I haven't heard too much of them. Obviously, we thought this Nevada team was going to be really, really good and uh, haven't really seen that thus far. Grand Street Field and Company. Uh, obviously, it's a big game for them, I think, to kick off. Well, continue Mountain West play. I'm going to go Boise State, though. I think both these teams are on off the year thus far. Mm-hmm. Got to go with Nevada here. Still have very high expectations for them, uh, as expected, especially in the preseason. But, yeah, uh, let me let me explain my play of the day today. Obviously, haven't hit on the last two. We have, we have been called as a group. Uh, let's go with Georgia Tech. I'll give you guys a parlay, actually. Georgia Tech, money line against BC. I don't understand how BC's favorite. And let's go with Virginia Tech, Virginia. Over 117 points. I know these two teams play defense. I think it's going to be 120 on the dot. That is my prediction uh, for that total. Interesting. We'll see what happens with that one. Obviously, no, my emergency play, LSU money line on the road against Florida. But, hey, we'll see what happens. But uh, we need to get going. Obviously, it's been cold for the play of the day. So, hopefully, it's back and running. And now we go to Thursday's slate before we end the episode. Uh, We're starting off with a big bang once again for the Big East. As number 20, Seton Hall taking on uh, DePaul. Uh, DePaul, come on. I need you to get a Big East win. You're 0-5 in the Big East right now. And uh, they are at home, so maybe I have a chance. I know you're not going to pick them, but uh, who do you have winning this game? I know DePaul will win at least a conference game. They always win at least a conference game, just not against Seton Hall. A healthy Seton Hall, especially. Yeah. You know I want to pick DePaul, but uh, – Probably shouldn't, so I'm going to pick Seton Hall. Uh-huh. And at 5 o'clock, Stanford, obviously having a lot of momentum. Could be that fourth team uh, making the tournament now. They take on Washington State. Who do you have in that one? 
Yeah, Stanford, I know it was a very good win, but I have them losing. I think Washington State's still a very good team in the Pac-12. Just haven't really shown it so far this year. Mm-hmm. After seeing what Stanford did yesterday, got to go with Stanford here. Yeah, should be a good game, though. And we go to that Patriot League game, two of the near frontrunners in this conference, BU taking on Army. Should be a good game for both sides. Game is at West Point. What do you want in this game? You got to take the home team in this situation and Army. Yeah, I got to agree. Army is looking really good so far. Currently 3-1 and one in the Patriot League. Mm-hmm. And a top 25 matchup in the Big Ten as number 16, Ohio State travels to Madison to take on number 13, Wisconsin. I see you repping Jonathan Davis. Who do you have in this one? No <laughs> words. I have no words. Okay. Got to agree with you. Got to go Wisconsin here. Yeah, man. Should be a good game, I think, and I'm very excited for that one, obviously, tomorrow. Next game up, let's go to that Big 12 game, and uh, the hottest team in the nation, arguably, Texas Tech hosts Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has beat Texas in the last week. Do you have them knocking off another uh, top 25 Texas team? No, not Texas Tech. Uh, Like I said, number one defense in the nation, in my opinion. yeah, I, I, I would agree uh, to some extent. I think they're up there. I don't know if they're number one is, uh, necessarily, but they're definitely top three, I think, right now. And back to their old ways, even without Chris Beard. I got Texas Tech winning this game in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. Now let's go back to the Patriot League as Colgate takes on Navy. Obviously, Colgate, down season for them uh, by their standards this year. But who do you have in this one? Yeah, very down season for Colgate. Uh, I think they'll get it going relatively soon. But I think Navy's definitely – the hottest team in the Patriot League right now at 4-0. I got them going to 5-0, winning that game. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Got to go Navy here. Yeah, let's go to another team that's currently not looking too hot in Conference USA play. Marshall, currently 0-2 in Conference USA play. They are hosting North Texas, who is obviously one of the favorites to win this Conference USA this year. But obviously, there's a lot of pretty good favorites to win. But uh, obviously, it should be a good game. Who do you win this game? Yeah, got to go with North Texas on the road here. Conference USA has looked very interesting so far. Yeah, to say the least, I definitely agree. And uh, I'm going to go Marshall pulling off an upset. They need something to get going. They're sitting below 500 right now. They need to get something going for them. I'm going to pick them winning this game. Mm-hmm. And let's go to the Big South as UNC Asheville takes on Winthrop. Two teams so far undefeated in Big South play. Who do you have getting, uh, staying undefeated, actually? Very good game. And as we know, UNC Asheville did give Winthrop a uh, little bit of an upset last year. I have that happening once again as UNC Asheville gets their win against Winthrop. It's, it's usually one per year. I think it will be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do as well. If you guys didn't know, I had UNC Asheville winning uh, the Big South Tournament because they were the only ones to beat Winthrop last year in conference play. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Uh, but I got to go UNC Asheville here in this game. Yeah, should be a good game. Yeah, should be a good game, as, as it usually is with these two teams. And let's go to that 7 o'clock game. They uh, Two undefeated teams battle off in the Horizon League. Oakland taking on Cleveland State. Cleveland State, as you know, are the reigning champs of this Horizon League. But Oakland, man, off to a really good start this year. Very impressed by Oakland so far this year. And who do you have winning this game? Should be a really good one. Yeah, this game, I'm excited to watch this game. I think this might be one of the best games on Thursday. Number uh, Oakland's 5-0 Horizon, Cleveland State 6-0 on our Horizon. I got to go with Oakland here. That's just my hunch. Uh, I was going to pick Oakland as well, and I'm going to go. I'm gonna roll with them as well. I do think this is going to be a fantastic game. Could see an overtime in this game, maybe two if we're lucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's, look, let's look for more games, I guess. Let's see. Um, let's just go back to the Conference USA. Florida International takes on UAB. And UAB, man, they're making a case for an at-large bid 
you have that resume, staying strong. Yeah, should stay strong. I uh, can't lose a game like this to Florida International. I think UAB wins this one. Obviously, another team who could be a front runner for the uh, interesting, obviously, Conference USA. Yeah, UAB. All of a sudden, I've seen them in the, all the projected fields, uh, which is very shocking, but their resume speaks for itself. Yeah, man, for sure. And let's go to that uh, interesting Sunbelt game. And uh, Sunbelt has been looking really interesting this year. Some teams who we didn't expect to be at the top are currently at the top as Louisiana, a team who's at the top right now, 3-0 in Sunbelt play, taking on another team near the top, UT Arlington, currently 3-1 in Sunbelt play. Great game, I think, for both sides, and obviously an interesting one for the Sunbelt because uh, we really thought that a lot of other teams would emerge, but uh, it's really been these two thus far. Who do you want in this game? Yeah, I like Louisiana here. I had them as my dark horse of the Sun Belt. Got to stick with them. Yeah, you did. And uh, shout out to you. I'm going to go with them as well. Uh, your boy, uh, who who went there? Denzel? No, not Mahoney, did he? Nah, it was uh, Antoine Jones. Oh, yes, yes. Antoine Jones and company have been doing good stuff. I'm going to go with Louisiana as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 9 o'clock, Rice travels to uh, Western Kentucky in another Conference USA matchup. Who do you have in that one? Yeah, good game for both sides. Rice definitely emerging as they had a good win their last time out in the Conference USA. Washington Kentucky is my team. I'm going to roll with them at home, but I do think Rice keeps this game very, very close. Yeah, got to agree with you. Got to go with Western Kentucky here, though. Yeah, let's go to that Big Sky game. Two of the better teams in the Big Sky. Montana off to a really good start this year. Currently 4-2 and two in Big Sky play after a good win over their rivals, Montana State. Southern Utah, obviously a fan favorite, it seems, for the Big Sky. They've usually been in it year in and year out. Uh, they're uh, coming to town in Montana. Great game for both sides. Who do you win this one? Yeah, I was very confident in Southern Utah uh, to win the Big Sky. Not so sure about that anymore. I like Montana in this game, though. Yeah, I'm going to go Montana at home as well. I do think they've been rolling and uh, got to pick a hot team, so I'm going to pick Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 9 o'clock, the Texas Killers, Albine Christian. They travel to Phoenix, take on Grand Canyon. And another great uh, whack game. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, the WAC's been really interesting. And two of these other teams that are nearing the top, it seems. I think Grand Canyon wins this game at home. Uh, this is a team I'm very scared about uh, to see in March if I were you. Yeah, uh, scratch that Utah Valley as the front runner. I, think, I totally forgot about Grand Canyon. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of other teams. We'll talk yeah. about the next game, too. There's a lot of front runners. Yeah, there. but I think Grand Canyon is truly uh, the team to beat in this conference so far. Yeah, and arguably a team also to beat New Mexico State, currently 3-0 in the WAC as well, 13-2 in the season. They are hosting Tarleton, who's currently 3-1 in the WAC. Tarleton's off to a really good start this year. Shout out to them. I know they're under 500 overall record, but, hey, 3-1 in the WAC is very good for Tarleton. Should be a good game. Who do you want in this one? I got to go with the upset on the road here. I got to go with Tarleton. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think their season has turned around ever since that Gonzaga game where they took them uh, down to the wire. I agree. I agree. I, do, I don't think the upset will happen, but I do agree their season has been turning around. I do think New Mexico State is a force to be reckoned with, or Serge Abari race, excuse me. But uh, I do think New Mexico State wins this game. Mm-hmm. And back to the Big Ten we go at 9 o'clock. Trace Jackson Davis in Indiana take on Keegan Murray and Iowa, two play of the year contenders facing off against each other. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, Indiana's been hot. Uh, just coming off a win against Ohio State, I believe their last time out was. I'm going to go Indiana rolling. Trace Jackson Davis. Uh, it's going to be a really good matchup, I think, with those two guys. But I think Trace Jackson Davis uh, gets the last words. Mm-hmm. I do think so as well. And I saw a very interesting stat, something about Coach Mike Woodson. Uh, Mike Woodson in a suit is 12-0. Mike Woodson in sweats is 0-3. So, Mike mm-hmm. Woodson, you better 
uh, continue dressing up for games, man. <laughs> yeah, you got to. If, if, if superstition is definitely key, and if it's been working, you got to keep rolling with it. And it uh, should be interesting to see what he does at, end up wearing tomorrow. Next game up, we got a good Pac-12 matchup. The uh, front runners at the moment, or uh, UCLA, excuse me, uh, number three team in the nation, taking on Oregon. Uh, should be a good game. Obviously, upset alert could be on the case for this one. But uh, obviously, uh, obviously, there is a favorite in this one for sure. Who do you have winning this one? Yeah. Oregon is wicked talented, but got to go U, uh, UCLA here. Couldn't have said it better. I got the UCLA Bruins advancing once again. Uh-huh. And at 11 o'clock, BYU travels to Spokane. It takes on number two, Gonzaga. Who do you have in this one? Big game. That's all I got to say. Uh, game is in Spokane, so I'm going to pick Gonzaga winning this game. But I do think BYU – BYU has had a lot of interesting games, I think, this year. And I don't think they're going to come out to play in this one, especially tomorrow. When it comes back to BYU, I think they could have a chance, but I don't think they will come tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't think so either. He's playing at Gonzaga. It's a whole different animal. Got to go with the home team here. I think they will win the return game, though. Yeah, definitely agree with that one. But we'll see when that return game does happen and what the situation is for them. But now, next game up for the Pac-12, back we go. Oregon State uh, going to town against USC. Obviously, USC can't afford a two-game skid. They have them bouncing back in a uh, lopsided one, it seems. Yeah, I have them bouncing back, but Oregon State's played everybody close. It seems like that. So they've lost 11 close games, essentially. Got to go with USC here, though. Yeah, it definitely does seem like that. The record could say otherwise, sitting at 3-11 and 11 for them. But I, think, I do think USC wins this game and bounces back. Obviously, they're going to drop in the rankings. But, hey, if they get the wins they get, they could maybe stay inside the top 10. Mm-hmm. And 11, at 11 as well, Colorado travels to number six, Arizona. Colorado looked to be the fifth team, uh, making a conversation for March. Who do you have in this one? Colorado's good, man. And uh, I was very surprised that they're emerging this well so early. I thought it'd take a while for them and the chemistry to definitely build since McKinley Wright did leave. But I do think they're doing a very good stuff so far this year. I do think Arizona wins this game since they are the home team. And Arizona big for them as they will move into the top five if they can remain getting wins on the season this mm-hmm. week especially. Yeah, I think in the preseason I kind of called Colorado as a tournament team. I was very confident in them heading into the season. and. I'm going to pick the upset here. I'm going with Colorado on the road. Yeah, bold, bold, bold. This should be a good one, I think, for both sides. And uh, arguably last game of the day, uh, I'm going to go with that the West Coast Conference game as Loyal Marymount opens up their West Coast Conference play on the road against uh, one of the hottest teams. Well, used to be one of the hottest teams, still very hot, San Francisco. Uh, should be a good game. San Fran, obviously, looking to make March Madness as they have a really good record and resume thus far. Some bad losses in there, but, hey, overall, very good stuff for them. What do you want in this game? Yeah, got to go San Fran here. Like old Marymount, 7-5. I thought they would be a lot better. Same here. And uh, San Francisco definitely overachieving thus far. Uh, hope to see them in March. We'll see what happens. Long season ahead. I'm going with San Fran. Yeah, but that should be all we have for the slate. Two very good uh, days of college basketball, I would say. Oh, yeah, indeed. And uh, this, this last stretch of three de- uh, days has been really good. Tuesday, you saw a lot of great games. Wednesday and Thursday, you'll see a lot of great games as well. So I'm very excited to get to it tonight and tomorrow as we come back, obviously, on Friday. And we'll obviously recap all the great stuff that has happened, I'm already presuming, obviously, uh, on Friday. Yeah, and if you're a college football fan, like if someone wants something to watch, watch college basketball. <laughs> Indeed, man. There's been a lot of really great and close games uh, thus far, especially yesterday, man. There's a lot of good stuff there. And uh, one other game I want to talk about real quick from yesterday, Valpo. Almost had him, man. I really wanted Valpo to win that game. Just fell short in double OT against the Loyola Chicago. 
Uh, Braden Norris had a uh, clutch uh, three-point shot to send it to double OT, and then obviously the Loyal Chicago took care of the rest, winning this game by seven in double OT. But, uh, yeah, obviously shout-out to Valpo. We, I talked about it, but uh, they've been looking really good. But I do think, obviously, uh, Missouri Valley Conference is also looking really good this year. So I'm just really excited to see what goes down with a lot of these conferences. We might do a standing breakdown uh, come Friday because things have been rolling for conference play. So we'll update you on the standings for those respective conferences. Uh, I'm not going to go into depth as much as I did last time because I was obviously out of breath last time I did that. So we'll keep it short and sweet with that. But, uh, yeah, I think that is all we got for today's episode. you got any closing thoughts before we uh, end this one? Uh, not really. All right, so that's all. Obviously, 61 days until March Madness begins. Less than a little over two months, I should say. But, uh, yeah, we're getting to the wire, man. Things are getting, things are coming uh, by fast. And uh, college basketball season is almost halfway over, which is really crazy to think about because it really just started, it seems for us at least, just a couple weeks ago. And uh, it's really gone by so fast as we're now in week 10 of the season. But, hey, that's what happens when uh, things get fun and things get exciting. But uh, we got a long season ahead, so stick with us, and we'll see you on Friday. So, yeah, that is all we have for today's episode. We thank you guys for tuning in, as always. And it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. See you guys on Friday. Oh, yeah.